along. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What's going on? Another uh, slapstick podcast coming at you on this fine Friday, December twentieth, five days before Christmas. Uh, you see, I'm rocking the Coach JB fuck cancer shirt. Uh, Cancer awareness shirt. I'm about to go speak up in Seattle on the 26th, 27th, 28th. So uh, shout out to uh, uh, Derek, Coach Derek Sparks, a former NFL Washington State alum, um, bringing me up there to speak to those guys. So um, let's get into the podcast today, the Slapdick uh, podcast. Make sure you guys are following our YouTube channel, uh, which is in our social media links uh, in our bio, and then uh, make sure you're. Uh, your rating of the show and leaving comments on iTunes, Spotify, any other Amazon, Google, any other uh, platforms you can leave comments for and rate our show. I appreciate it. We had about 30 uh, comments and ratings uh, earlier today. We only had one slapdick who was a hater out of 30. So Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Good. My dick got hard today <laughs> for one minute while he uh, hated on us. So Without your pill? Yeah, just listen to this motherfucker's comment. He said... <laughs> Please do not listen to this podcast. It is not like any other NFL podcast. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> this ain't no NFL podcast. It's called a slap dick, dick podcast. Hence the slap dick <laughs> podcast name, you dumb fuck. So shut it off and stop listening to it, motherfucker. Look at that dude a trophy, man. Dumbass. I'm going to send him a slap dick shirt. Uh, but anyway, uh, make sure you uh checking out CoachJBStoreMan.com. You can get you some slapdick shirts, some signed autograph books. Um, you can also Ven me, Venmo me, uh, Coach JB12. All right, uh, if you want an autograph private book, um, which I can sign for you, um, and hardback and paperback. All right, so uh, Venmo me at Coach JB12. Um, getting to right into it today, fellas, on this Friday, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot on the plate, t- a lot on the table to discuss, um, and I think it'll be some. There's some eye-opening uh, discussions on the table for this Friday before you get into the weekend. But let's start off with quote of the day, man. Um, stop looking for happiness in the same fucking place that you lost it. Remember that shit. Let that shit resonate because there's a lot of the Josh Gordons of the world, the slapdicks of the world that go back to where their comfort zone is, where basically they found happiness and their motherfuckers went back to it. Uh, right where they lost it. And bottom line is, you motherfuckers need to turn over rocks and keep keep grinding. Keep looking for new ways uh, to find it. Uh, far too often, man, we uh, motherfuckers get high and they make these stupid mistakes. And then they all have these fucking excuses. And, uh, you know, find new avenues, man. Um, that's my whole pitch. Find new ways to do it. A lot of people, too far too often, man, everybody wants to fucking follow the, lead, the road of... Uh, you know, least resistance, you know, you're going to have some fucking hiccups in the road just so you guys all fucking know. Uh, that's what toughens our skin and makes us uh, go harder in the paint. Um, hot topics, man. We got to, we got about nine topics to discuss before we even get into our little meat and potatoes discussion today. Um, along with the slapdick of the day, 
uh, before we get into the weekend. But Herman Boone, uh, I don't know if Free, you remember, uh, remember the Titans. Uh, great movie. Denzel Washington played Herman Boone, who was a black coach. We Basically, uh, we went to the movie theater yeah, and watched that in yeah, uh, yeah. college, man. Back Shit, I was took the whole team. And the whole squad Tigers went. The team. Hell yeah! So I had our college coach take the whole team to to watch it, and it was uh, it was good. Uh, you know, the T.C. Williams was the name of the school out in uh, Virginia. I think Coach Boone was a North Carolina native. Um, so we had Radio Die last week, South Carolina native, and then we have Herman Boone, a North Carolina native. Wow. So 84 years old due to lung cancer. So shout out to those uh, those guys. And uh, Coach Boone was in the mix of all the desegregation and uh, the, the transformation of, you know, they played like 14 white schools that year. They won it all. Um, and so uh, shout out to them. Must have been rough Boone. right there. It must have been rough at that time. Man. Let's get into Tom Coughlin, the Jaguar, the Jacksonville Jaguars um, fired Tom Coughlin, who was a former coach there, New York Giants former coach. He's been around a long time, you know, a hard nosed disciplinarian, old school guy. I don't think Coach Coughlin um, adapted to today's age players. Um, I think that was his struggle. But apparently he's been finding players. So now, you know, was Jalen Ramsey's, who I think is a slapstick, were those guys. Um, justified now and wanting to leave that place. Um, basically, Coach Toff- Coughlin was basically finding motherfuckers left and right, man. Uh, that's that. That's that old head mentality, yeah, though, it man. Is, it is. Now, that's this whole football league. Hey, he find he find uh, the running back Fournette for sitting on the bench during the game. Why he wasn't even he wasn't even suited. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, come on. I'm not man. mad at his professional football. He's he's ultimate. Lee uh, held accountable, and that I think shit. he's trying to hold everybody accountable. That but. shit deeper than rap, dog. That that shit is, uh, you know, yeah. I don't want to go there, but that's on yeah. some racist shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's what that really is. That's his real undertone. I mean, I don't know the cat, but that's how I take it. Yeah. You get a chance to put your thumb on the, on these cats with money and shit. These these black young cats making this paper, and they really ain't respecting you like. Maybe. You know what I mean? How you think they should be respecting you, and so you you get a chance or opportunity to. To fuck him in some type of way, and, and you know, uh, so I, I think this, it goes deeper than just him yeah, trying to be a maybe. But they fired you him. You know what I'm saying? And today, the NFLPA uh, basically blasted out the Jags organization um, for basically allow, allowing it for so long. So, you know, there's some there's some disgruntled, dysfunctional fucking uh, organizations out there. Obviously, um, shout out to a few guys: uh, Bill Cower, former Pittsburgh Steeler head coach. Um, who passed the reins over to Mike Tomlin, who's done a great job in, in replacing him. I think Mike Bill Cowher cut his coaching career short uh, by going into the studio. But Jimmy Johnson, you can say the same thing, you know, wins two Super Bowls and basically resigns and, and, and coaches in Miami for a while, but doesn't really coach again. Um, and then, you know, Dick Vermeil, great coach, um, was the head coach of the Chiefs, obviously, when I was there briefly. And then he was there. With the Rams won a Super Bowl, um, those guys have all been nominee nominated to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. So a lo- a lo- along with a lot of other guys, just so you guys know. So wanted to give a shout out to those guys um, for getting, uh, you know, for being iconic figures in the in the, in the football world. Um, Richard Sherman, man, shout out to a Compton uh, brother of mine. Uh, Richard Sherman uh, is going to donate his one million dollar. Pro Bowl earnings to his kids, his own kids, for their future, college, what have you, um, just their future. I ain't mad at it at one fucking bit. I've been noticing and seeing all this hate fucking mail he's been getting about it.
people are saying, well, he's made fifty million now. All of a sudden, and da da da. da. Hey, so his kid, his, his kids, mind. his own kids, or or, or his, his baby kids. mom, you his know, his, his home girls' kids nah, or whatnot. He should kids. do some shit like that. Yeah. But all, you know, all parents should do that, and I think he has yeah, the right if, to do what the fuck he wants with his own money. If you got the means, do it. Richard Sherman gives back more than most NFL players, just so everybody's clear, to the community and shit, and what he does um, for his own kids. I mean, why the fuck not? So, shout out to Richard Sherman for doing that. Uh, he got inducted, or he got uh, selected at another Pro Bowl, by the way. Um, still consistent at, at an older age, as an older age corner. He's still up there with the top dog. So, keep doing you. Um, but for him to get bashed about it is unbelievable. Like, so they, ba- they bashing him for bashing him just for well, just like they do with the LeBron thing, going to a son's game. Know, he's doing too much, you know. But it, then you want to bash parents for not being around, right? You know what I'm saying? Now you want to bash him for being around. Like, make up your fucking mind, you slapdick, don't eat motherfuckers. <laughs> um, Trump was impeached uh, this week, obviously. Um, so we'll see where it goes. Obviously, it has to go get approved by the Senate or whatever. I don't, I'm not a political guy, so I don't know all that shit. But I know he was impeached, the third president in our history to be fucking impeached. We'll see where it goes. Um, uh, you know, fuck, we'll He'll see. He'll be out here before yeah. that shit even go down, I yeah, think. We'll see. Shit, you know. They don't want him nowhere. They want They want to act like they want him um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, Lakers lose second in a row. Um, I know they talked about not losing two in a row as they should all year. Now they vowed. Uh, I guess they vowed and vouched that they're not going to ever lose two in a row again. Uh, they, then Milwaukee had the best record in NBA last night. Uh, Lakers lost. They came back and played tough. You know, I think they need Kuzma back. Um, helps them out. I think they're injured. You know, they got a few injuries still. I don't think everyone's healthy. Rondo's ailing. AD's ailing, even though he balled last night. Um, yeah, they hurt. And so, you know, everybody's hurt. Uh, the Clippers also struggled and uh, gave up a gave big up lead. Ass. Had a big lead, I heard, at home. They, they snapped their 10-game winning streak at home at the Staples, uh, losing to Houston, where Russell Westbrook, uh, you know, an L.A. Um, native, along with Russ, uh, Harden. Uh, Put it on cruise control too fast. Yeah. Har- Russell had 40 points, 10 assists, um, you know, and Harden did his thing, obviously, coming back home to L.A. So, um, that's always that, a feud. That's a rival. That's become a rivalry, I believe, or one of the top ones in the NBA because Beverly thinks he can guard those guys. And but yet, shit, he, Harden Harden averages forty against the Clippers in three games. So if that's guarding it, then I mean, he's he gonna do what he's gonna do. You know what I mean? Harden. That's like do. saying the Kobe stopper was Ruben Patterson and all these guys. Like motherfucking Kobe. Scores gonna score, man. Yeah, Regardless, scores so, gonna score and do what they do. So don't say you but Beverly, stop them though. That's all you. All I'm saying is don't bump your gums if you're gonna. Oh stop. no, now, he, holding down the 20, he interrupted his ass no, for first half. Shit, interrupted. I mean, points. come on now. Beverly shit. was in the head and shit. Yeah. You know how Beverly do, but yeah. that's his job. Yeah, shit. shit, you got to make up for deficiency yeah, 40 somewhere. Forty points is being interrupted and shit. Man. Eighty. Um, they can't so, win you. One man ain't gonna win it. Bowl season begins tonight, today, this Friday evening. Um, you got Charlotte versus Buffalo. Uh, I got a player that plays for Charlotte, D lineman, and I got Utah State versus Kent State. Uh, my my player. What's that? Uh, the shit bowl. DJ Williams is playing for Utah State. Had a great year. Yeah, those are two bowls that are just you know. That I think, man. If it, it, I want to pull up something real quick, um, there's a. Uh, there is a. You minimize it then. There's a fucking bowl. I want you to hear these bowl games, man. The name of some of these bowl games. Um, 
is unbelievable. So today's the 20th, and I'm looking this shit up for you guys right now. The Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. If it was Makers Mark, oh, I'd, be high. I'd be hyped <laughs> as fuck. But it's the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. is Buffalo versus Charlotte. Um, the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Let me name one of these fucking bowls, man. It, you got to be shitting me. Slap dick Celebration bowl, bowl. Where's it. the slap dick bowl? Let's get it in there. Celebration bowl. The New Mexico bowl. The FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. The Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> the Camellia Bowl, which is Arkansas State, which is a uh, shout out to Coach Blake Anderson, a good dude. Um, KD, uh, Kalen Davis from the show, from the Last Chance You episode, season four. Um, one of my kids uh, starts for Arkansas State. So they'll be taking on uh, Florida International and the fucking Camellia Bowl. Then you got the Mitsubishi, the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. You got the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Man. I mean, you got to be fucking shitting me. Sophie or the Sophie Hawaii Bowl? Sophie. How about this one? Walk ons Independence on. Bowl. The Walk ons Independence Bowl. That sounds like some shit you played in back in the day. Miami so is in it. Ass. How sad is that? Miami is in the motherfucker. How about Quick Lane Bowl? No, what what Miami? Miami, huh? Not yeah. Miami, Miami. Yes, University of Miami, yeah. bro. They're horrible. <laughs> the U? Quick yeah, that's horrible. College football fucking <laughs> Quick lane bowl. I don't know what the fuck quick lane. I don't know if you get a quick blowjob, handjob. I don't know. Sound like an oil Military chain. bowl presented by Northrop Grunman. Okay, they got money, so. New era pinstripe bowl. I mean, I've heard of some of these. Academy sports plus outdoors Texas bowl. Two motherfuckers come together for that bowl. San Diego County Credit Union. That's been around. Cheese it bowl. Camping wow. world bowl. Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Okay, the Cotton Bowl, but it's Goodyear now. College football playoff starts, and then you get the big bowl. So I just wanted to shout out to all the slapdick bowls out there. Um, it's unbelievable the names that these motherfuckers come up with. And that's going to discuss our early uh, recruiting period. It's going to come into some other things I'm going to talk about here in a minute. Um, so listen. Check in the college football bowl game. Great part of the year. Christmas time is always start of the bowl season, and it's going to be a good one. Uh, should be some good bowls. Now, uh, there's some new data that came in. Listen to this shit. New data has come in. All right? Spree, I don't know if you heard this shit. New data has come in that white children across the country, across the U.S., in, that, live in, that live in neighborhoods have a much better opportunity than black and brown kids who live in a shitty neighborhood uh, have a much lower opportunity to succeed in life. Now, hold on. That's breaking news? That's news? <laughs> Wait, That's new on. data? That, uh, that should be the slapstick of the fucking century. Whoever came up with that as new data. That's breaking no news. No shit. That's breaking, breaking news. news. No shit. That's been around for a fucking since I've been a kid. I know the fucking difference. In, in Compton and Beverly Hills, you fucks. <laughs> I mean, you got to be joking me, man, with that's new data. That's a slap in the fucking face, man, for motherfuckers that have wow. any brain cells at all. Um, James Wiseman, if you guys know, probably the best player in college basketball who plays for Penny Hardaway at Memphis, well, played. Uh, he, he grabbed an agent and is declared to go to the NBA draft. I'm not mad at him one bit. 
The NCAA suspended him. Why are you not mad at him, coach? NBA, uh, NCAA, one of these these fucks thinking to control all these kids. They suspend the kid um, for taking money in high school. Now, uh, wow. oh, what, what the fucks have to have to do with anything? To my, my oh, so this is before this yeah, is all before. Happened oh. here in college, but happen. they figured the coach was it had so, something to Penny do. Penny Hardaway with it. coached him in AAU. So why they didn't do something to the coach? Penny Hardaway is that because it, it, it didn't happen. It happened before then, so they think it's like they tied it into recruiting violation. It's all oh, stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. So they it's will. A, they're they're going to do something, right? You know? Does Penny get fired over it? Does Does Memphis lose more games? It's under investigation. Like to me, the NCAA is just trying to swing their dicks. Um, and trying to show that their dick's bigger than yours, wow. and it's just unbelievable, man, that they use these kids as a fucking pawn, man, in this fucking, uh, you know, game we play. But it's just, just like you were saying, the breaking news we you was just talking about, uh, every time something like this happened, who is it? You'll never see a fucking white kid have this problem. I have never seen. I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't know all the news, I, I but know. I've never seen a white kid from somewhere and had this issue. It's an issue yeah. with minorities, dog. It's well, it's everything about going boy. back to the neighborhoods growing up, like does the white kids struggle to need money to move and have a house? Like, not, not saying not all white kids. Yeah, you know, so we I keep know. saying the white black thing. I had we, a white kid struggling. You know what I'm show, saying? We ain't putting it that but, way, but you know, you, you know what the real. It's is. very. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it stereotypical, but shit. Um, you know, because every white motherfucker ain't rich. Yeah, or, right. or got or wealthy, or you know what I'm saying. Yeah, look at me. Um, I said white, but but I mean, but, that, uh, but damn, you know, fuck, tigers wear stripes. Is last I heard. Um, <laughs> Carson Wentz, he is paid. He was paid 108 fucking million dollars, so he will dominate the Cowboys this weekend, right? How much was he paid? I, I mean, this motherfucker got 108 million dollars, homie. I Ooh, mean, you said Wentz, Wentz. So he's fuck. gonna rip. He's gonna dominate, right? He's MVP this year, right? Yeah, he is. Is That's he the MVP? Carbon, Carbon, he'll tell you. Is he, he the MVP he's... this year? Because, I mean, the cat should be, right? Call, call, oh, my bad. Call our good friend Lamar Dave Bone, man. Lamar Jackson is MVP, and that motherfucker is <laughs> not even supposed to be playing quarterback, and he makes probably 700000 <laughs> I don't know. But $108 million, and uh, he should dominate a depleted Cowboys secondary. Wait he's very average, right? Wentz. All these, I'm tired of all these cats getting his money, man. Wentz and golf. fucking golf, they pissing man. me off, man. Are they Come white? on, man. They pissing oh, me. Oh shit. They pissing. All right. Um, going back. Well, how many black owners do we got? Oh shit, that's a whole nother discussion. Wonder why the fucking white quarterback getting that much. Um. Oh, shit. All right, let's get into our meat potatoes, man. Um. Little uh, discussion here. I got a few things, man. Before you do that, coach. Yep. Shout out to this drink right here. You know, I usually don't do this, so don't judge me. It's fucking Starbucks shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have to, you know, my, my co-host, Mr. Mr. Coach Brown, got this for me. So don't judge me with the Starbucks shit. I don't do this. It's paying $15 for fucking coffee and and fucking one piece of bacon on Again, a piece of bread, man. I'm white, and but I appreciate black, it. and I wanted to make you sure know, I shout get out this to you. Uh, you yeah. couldn't get it. So For good... Stereotype, Good man. Coffee, you couldn't man. get it, man. When I get me a laptop, I'll be sitting in that motherfucker. Just so you know, I never do that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got introduced to Starbucks not too many, like maybe two years ago. Three really? Years ago. I've never done that shit. I never went. I used to go in there. I used. To, I, I've been when I went in there first time. I'm like, the fuck is everybody in there reading a book for? Uh, yeah, I was. I'm, I, was I was disturbed. I didn't know what was going on, man. Man, I thought it was a cult. Yeah. 
I didn't see, but hey, I'll be in there though. Once y'all get my followers up and shit, y'all follow me, man. Hey, young Shout brother, out to my followers, young man. Young brother served me, man, in 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 in, in, in uh, Starbucks, and then he, yeah. he shouted out it on Twitter yeah, that I that he served me, and he was all excited. No shit. Yeah, so shout out to that cat, man. Shout out to the cat, the slapdick too, out in uh, <laughs> IE yesterday, who was uh, yelling out the car at me when I was getting my car washed, uh, yelling out, "Coach Brown, that's you, goddamn!" He tried to come back and almost got hit. So uh, you I'm glad to, he didn't make that U-turn. He, no, he's trying to come back and make a U-turn, and a truck come with smoke. Oh, so I'm shit. glad he didn't come back and try to talk to me, man. I'm just an average <laughs> Joe, brother, but I appreciate the shout-out to you if you're listening. Um, so look, meat and potatoes of the day, man. We're going to get into this on this Friday. College playoff and current recruiting landscape. Uh, I've been asked some questions about it. I've had my management team ask me some questions about it. Um, you know, the dynamic of this whole early recruiting period and how it works. Wednesday, last Wednesday, the 18th, two days ago, it was early signing period, okay? I had a lot of former independence players of mine sign. Great. That's all it's about. Makes me sleep at night. Wins and losses really don't do diddly shit for me. But getting those kids scholarships and letting them see move on and graduate like 15 of them have so far from the four-year, that's what I like to see uh, this year alone. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things to this, man. So, number one... You got four schools that are in the playoffs, okay? All right. You got Oklahoma. You got fucking LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson, right? The big dogs. Those big dogs are getting ready for a major BCS bowl game, correct? They're in the playoffs. That's what it's about now. The playoffs been selected a few years back, and now the playoffs is what it's all about. We just touched on this, the slapdick names of these other bowl games, which mean absolutely nothing. That's why a lot of these players, I think, are opting out of playing in them. So why not expand the playoffs, make it more meaningful? Maybe you'll get more kids' participation, number one. Maybe it trickles down to high school participation, number two, because we lack high school participation in football, just so everybody's clear. Um, let's get into that. But, you know, touching on this whole Wiseman thing with Memphis, man, uh, in this recruiting process, you know, NCAA better be careful with this basketball situation because March Madness takes a shit. Their number one revenue stream is gone. Oh, yeah. Think about it. How many fucking kids are going to say, fuck you, NCAA? I'll just go overseas and play with fucking, uh, you know, LaMelo Balls and uh, the world and all those guys and say, fuck college basketball. I won't go no more. Okay. And I'll just go get drafted after one year and go to the NBA or play overseas and make money in high school or as a high school senior or whatever. But you got to be careful with this Wiseman thing, man, because NCAA is turning off kids. And I've talked to these kids. I've talked to kids. Kids are being turned off by the NCAA, and be careful what you guys ask for because it might bite you motherfuckers in the ass. Um, but do you think? Do you think the the with that shit about the money and all that, panties kids is that gonna turn that change that a little bit? Not for a few years. I think yes, it might change. It, they're allowed to make money off their name, but I don't know if it's gonna change yeah, right. drastically that fast or what have you. But gonna, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but talking about the, the recruiting landscape now, you know, you got this early signing period now, which is before Christmas every year. I hated it at Independence. I hated it because the, the schools were coming in to recruit our kids early. I'm getting ready to hit the road to recruit for my school. So I'm having to adjust my schedule, number one. Number two, the four-year schools, I feel a little bit for those playoff schools because not only are they preparing for the biggest game of the year, which is LSU is, is playing Oklahoma. Oklahoma's having to prepare like fucking crazy. They should probably be working 16, 18-hour days preparing for LSU. For LSU, yeah. And, but yet, they have to sign 
they have to have an early signing period and recruit and still get the best players they can get and compete against all these other fucking schools. But you remember, Alabama's not in the playoff this year. Georgia's not in the playoff this year. You're talking top five, ten recruiting classes every year, those two schools. So they out there. They're still going to get kids. And you're now trying to compete and get ready for a bowl game. So I think it's a little bit unfair in that regard. I think it's a shitty schedule. I think it's the worst fucking schedule you can have. Um, But when it comes to this recruiting thing, I mean, you know, the early signing period in college, you know, it, it goes into... You know, relationships years prior, you know, you're recruiting these kids as sophomores and juniors now. So is the relationship built? Did your coach get fired on the school that the kid had chose? Now he's opened up recruiting again. And these kids, you know, they'll change their mind faster than you could fucking, you know, fart in the wind. And, and, and hopefully these motherfuckers will smell it. If they smell it, they'll transfer on your ass and say, oh, I'm decommitting. And then they'll do a fucking six page letter on Twitter why they're decommitting. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen, man. It's some enabled shit. But can't trust none of them. Don't ever trust these motherfuckers. I'm just letting you know. Don't ever trust a kid. Um, and you better build a relationship with them, and they better trust you that you're going to have their best interests at heart because that's what it's all about. But they will fuck you in a New York minute. Turn so on quick, huh? make sure your ass is uh, prepared for that and have a backup and a backup and a backup. That's why I recruit them all, short, fat, skinny, and tall. <laughs> and... Uh, and let them sort themselves out. That's um, why you had a billion fucking football players at the last plus. chance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but recruiting is a, it's, it's a lifeblood of our programs. It's the, what makes us tick and what makes us great coaches. Because let me reiterate, coaching is fucking overrated. And players win games, coaches lose them. Let's make no mistake about it. And uh, I really think that um, you know it's really easy when you hand the ball to Raheem Boyd and let him go 99 yards. Um, do you think I made the greatest fucking play call in the history of football that day? No. I tell Rakeem, hey, there might be nine motherfuckers over there, but you're better than all of them. Just run through them. That's what he did. <laughs> so um, coaching's overrated. Let's make sure there's no mistake about it. Um, and recruiting is our lifeblood. And, 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 and re- reiterating on this story that came out, 247 Sports wrote a story today about USC's recruiting. Reggie Bushes came out on the Colin Cowherd show. Uh, Matt Liners came out. Two Heisman Trophy winners, by the way. Bash in SC. Like, how the fuck are you the worst recruiting class in the Pac-12? How are you the 80th or 78th best in the country? They're like in between Bowling Green and fucking like Louisiana Tech or some Monroe shit. Monroe or something. <laughs> I, I don't know, but it's like unbelievable. Yeah, right, right. You don't have one top 25 player in the state of California. One one of the most you know recruit most heavily recruited states in the country, you know arguably with Florida, Texas, Georgia, you know you you don't have the you don't have one top twenty five player in the state of California. Like how the fuck Damn. are you USC? Um, I don't understand it, and I think those players have a justification to be pissed. But recruiting is lifeblood. The early signing period, I'm not a fan of. You know you got recruiting period coming up. Um, you know first weekend, first Wednesday of February is signing period, and uh, you know, some schools got who they wanted early. Some schools didn't. And then you'll have the February signing period. And um, I just think that, you know, you got to turn over rocks, man. You got to you gotta go be able to go get those kids. And uh, we'll see. Just, I um, mean, just on go back on the SC front, Coach, you got to get involved with the community, man. I think that's what these uh, cats is fucking losing. At, you don't see them like you did Pete Carroll. You don't see them. I mean, that's even like, about even like high school football. Yeah. You got to go into these Pop Warner Leagues in your community yeah. and, and groom these cats. Yeah. That's how, you know, I come from Long Beach. That's how Long Beach yeah. Poly was good back yeah. back in my day. 
You you know, cats in the high school ram already knew who was coming up for the Pop Warner uh, mm-hmm. rankings. They yeah. was in the community. And then that translated on from, you know, Poly to SC. You got all the SC cats. But I, I don't know if that's cracking anymore as far as, you know, just being involved with the community like that with the colleges and shit. Yeah, I don't think, you know, back in the day, we heard Pete Carroll was in the projects. We heard right. Snoop was coming to practice. Mm-hmm. We knew those things. Those kids knew those things. The cold part about it is I don't believe there's a kid out there in California that that SC wasn't their dream school at one point. And it's now turned them off such in such a manner that they don't even want to go no more. Like, who do, they don't even want to go to SC no more. You can't even keep your own L.A. kids in their backyard. You know, you lost a Thibodeau kid to fucking Oregon, the number one player in the country, went to fucking Oak Christian. He's right up the freeway. Like, how do you lose him to Oregon? Like, it's just unacceptable. Two top quarterbacks in the country are from modern day and Bosco, respectively. They go to Clemson and Alabama. Wow. Like, you know, Sark landed him one. Sark's from L.A., so obviously he, he had an in on that, and I'm sure that had to play a role. But, you know, you still, you, you can't lose your home backyard ca- talent and – uh SC is losing it in a fucking catastrophic way. Um, so, you know, recruiting is uh, our lifeblood, man. I think uh, you got to be able to do it and uh, do it well and uh, do it every year. And, you know, Alabama's, Clemson's, Georgia's have been a household name nowadays to these kids. And I think the kids want to go to college and get coached and they want some dis- discipline. And if you talk about and you look at these programs that are successful, there's discipline in, instilled in these kids when they get there. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I heard a Reggie Bush comment, uh, doing the game one game this year, cats were out warming up prior to the game and they were in fucking no shirt, gray shirt, blue shirt, purple shirt, gray pants, sweatpants, headphones, no headphones, cleats, sandals. That shit never went down at SC. That don't go down in Alabama. There's a difference in structure and program. Everyone comes out in the, in the same shit. You know what I mean? It's a, that's how programs are structured that are, you know, that's conducive get off, to get win. off the bus with a suit type yeah, shit. Yeah, right? man. I mean, and, just and, be tidy. And it's just, uh, it's just a free for all now. And, and SC's become, you know, like Reggie Bush said, I heard uh, on Colin Coward, Coward, what the fuck does Corvellis, Oregon have that USC don't or that LA don't? Like, how is Trees. Oregon State out recruiting USC? Like, how is that happening? USC, just so you guys are clear, if you USC coaches out there, and I got buddies there, um, you are getting these other coaches' jobs. <laughs> you fucks. You're getting them new jobs. You're letting them be SC in recruiting. So, hey, shout out to you guys that are beating them out. Get it, get you a job. But um, I got another topic, man. This is a controversial one. Uh, education, man. Let's talk about this education thing, man. Risk versus reward, I like to call it. You know, years ago it was you got to have your bachelor's degree to get a job worth the shit. You got to at least have your AA degree. Now, master's degrees are basically what equivalent to what a BA degree was years ago. Now people are going out and getting their PhD and doctorate, which I may do, shit. Um, but, like, how many it. of you guys out there have earned a degree and that degree has paid not only paid you worth the what the fucking degree was how much did it cost you 50 60 grand um or more you took out a fucking hundred grand in student loans probably between junior college and four year um don't go to law school i don't even talk about that loan um (laughs) are you able to pay back that loan and live and have a good quality of life like i bet you the percentages are fucking staggering 
in the no check mark, not the yes. Because I don't know any motherfuckers that are out there balling with their four-year degree and out there under, unbelievably doing it. Like, you don't got to teach as a Division One coach, just so we're clear. So they want you to have a degree, but you don't need the motherfucker. Division Two junior college, you're supposed to have a degree because you have to teach classes. But then you make 70, 80, 50, 90 grand. It's not a Are you, you talking just coaches right nah, now? Tell everybody. Like, tell everybody. I mean, because you need that degree, man. That, yeah, that's what's you separate. It. You, you know, got to have it. But, okay, yeah. you can. I know you have to have it to the employer. You're right. Even if it's bullshit. But the employee, is it paying off dividends? Are you succeeding with this fucking degree and paying off your loan and your bills and living because no. you went out and got this paper. You're, you're succeeding now in just getting a regular job. How many entrepreneurs? Struggling. How many entrepreneurs do you know? How many fucking rappers sold shit out their trunk? Do, you, do they got degrees? How many motherfuckers are succeeding without the degree? Maybe we're teaching the wrong thing in college. Maybe we should be teaching some more like vocational skills or hands-on, be a welder, we construction. Do need a lot more hands-on. How about some construction work? Like, how about we teach that shit because. This over this overrated BA degree and four year degree shit, man, is starting to irk me because I think it's a game. You got to learn how to fucking play the game. I teach my kids every day, man. Listen, this this world we live in ain't built on this on intellect. Number one, number two, it's about being right, treating kids right, treating people right, doing the right fucking thing. How about you sit in the front row, pull up your pants, take off your fucking headsets, quit playing on your phone, and you might have a fucking chance in passing the class. And getting that piece of paper while you play sports if you choose to. Or if you don't, you still got um, an opportunity to go out there and um, play the game. What I like to call it. Because it is a game. Let's make no mistake about it. Um, I believe education is the biggest fucking scam in America. I think that, you know, what is the number one cause of debt in in the country? Student loans. Credit card debt. Like, how much of that shit? Those are the top two, I believe. I know somebody. I know we know. We both know people. Hundred and fifty grand loan, you know. Man, I got a hundred. Uh, paying nine hundred a month because and they didn't naked. report their real. You know what I'm saying? A lot like, of them don't even have jobs after four year degree. Though. Right, right, you right. You don't even have a degree, and then you guess but, what? Oh, our, our BA degree. Oh, you have a BA? You can make forty thousand dollars at JC Penny Warehouse. Hey, but you know I, that, I, motherfucker. That <laughs> the, ain't the enough cold to part pay. is that the government though. You you go to school <sighs> and shit to better, you know, better you, better your nation. You know what I'm saying? You go work for these private companies. You got a degree, you know. You spend your time going to school and learning all this shit to to better the fucking world, dog. United States, but you get fucking punished by the government. You know what I'm saying? It seems like you seem like you're getting punished. You go to school and get this little shit bullshit it's job, but we're gonna punish you for going to school. It's a scam. because you're making our fucking you know saying no, our nation better. That's fucked Let's, up. They should forgive a lot of that shit, man. It's, it's if a lot you're of doing better for the we're, we're gonna community. Discuss, we're going to get into that more next week. It is a scam, I think. Uh, there's a lot it, of scams. It's money, man. It's all about money. You know what America's built money, off man. of. Money. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of schools out there just passing cats because um, they got their money. Um, but, hey, learn to play the game, man. I'm just going to tell you youngsters out there because remember this. Every fucking day is an interview, and I don't give a fuck where you're at. Somebody's always watching you. And you better make sure that your ass is prepared and know exactly what it's going to take to get that big job or prepare to uh, know exactly what it is and to be the CEO of yourself, like I said the other day. Yeah. Because if you ain't, 
somebody's going to fucking take advantage and you're putting your future in someone else's hands. And certain um, people are already at a disadvantage, if you know uh, what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. So you already at a disadvantage. You, if, you, if you looked at that new data you know what quote, I mean? right. that uh, white folks have a better opportunity. Yeah, so the please, new data. You're behind. If um, you and that cat got a BA together, a master's together, <laughs> you're behind him. Trust so me. guess what you got to do? Be different. <laughs> what is going to separate yourself from the other guy. Don't be basic. And that's different, man. You got to fuck. Every day is an interview. Present Don't be yourself. an NFL fucking analyst. Mm-hmm. Like Homeboy says, you, you, you're you not. Yeah, yeah, because it's an NFL <laughs> podcast. <laughs> fucking slapdick. Um... I talk about so much. He said, he even admitted yeah. he don't listen to the NFL. No shit. I don't want to, you fucking septic. All right. Um, there's some new data came out, though. This is interesting. It comes out every year. I think UCF, University of Central Florida, conducts this. Oh, 130 university. There's 130 Division One schools in the country. They conduct a, a poll, basically, that um, grades the NCAA institutions in gender hiring and racial hiring, okay? Mm-hmm. And I know a little bit about this because I've done some literature and written some reports on this shit. So you understand, racial hiring this year, all right, mm-hmm. within 130 Division One schools, it received a C grade, all right? It got a C grade. But gender hiring this year got a fucking F. There's 24 female ADs. Uh, of color, I believe. I mean, sorry, there's 24 ADs of color, period, not okay. female. 24 ADs, period. I think, of color yeah. in, the, in the, out of 130 schools. I think there's, I think between Division One, Division Two, and Division Three in the NCAA, I believe there's like 39 female ADs. Out okay. of that's 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 three four hundred schools. I mean, wow. More, think about it. Right. It's seven percent female. Um, there's seven percent of females within the administration that hold an AD, assistant AD, something like that. Seven percent uh, in the country. Wow. So, females, in my opinion, is why I named this show. It's a man's world. Females are basically being treated like there's back in the fucking sixties. Um, you know, there's still no females being hired at the high level. There's still no black people being hired at the high level. Um, you got no black owners in the NFL. You have Michael Jordan in the NBA, and who else? Jay Z's got his foot in some shit. But how many real black owners are in the NBA, Major League Baseball? Right. Uh, let's talk about all the sports. We're not groomed. Not there's groomed no for coaches. It. There's there's less coaches for that fact, in my opinion. And now you get, it trickles down to being having less ads. And just let's be real. You would hope black athletic directors would hire black coaches. You would hope female athletic directors would hire more female coaches. Do you understand that there's more male coaches coaching female sports than there are female sport coaches coaching female sports? Wow. <laughs> Do you understand what I just said? I hope I said that right. There's more male coaches coaching female sports than there are females coaching female sports. So, you know, um, and you know, there's there's controversy in that. You, you know, you got the Gino Ariamas of the world who's at UConn who's who's basically a trendsetter at the, in the sport and as one how many fem, uh you know woman national championships and then everybody wants to try to find the next Gino Ariyama that they think maybe maybe there is something to it maybe the females look up to a man uh, if they, especially if they come from a single family home they need that father figure there's a lot of things involved in that but there's some great females out there that are coaches female need female um, man I don't yeah, give female need females too yeah, you know um, I think it goes both ways I think yeah, the best yeah. person for the job should get the job and I don't care what color race uh, creed right, sex right. 
Um, yeah. I just think, but 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 an F grade in gender hiring is a fucking travesty. What what year are we living in, fellas? Like fucking, what are we in the fifties? Like get the fuck, get your head out your asses, man. There's some great females out there to hire. Um, and then there needs to be more females on hiring committees. I mean, let's be honest. That's what the fuck's going on too. Yeah. Um, and then you got this. We're the, just don't be hiring for just to hire, just to say, okay, here we go. No doubt. We need that's 20 why you females, females. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. be ready for the gig or whatever. Well, fuck, look, NFL does the Rooney fucking interview process. Come on, man. <laughs> Which is a token What's interview the, that a brother gets just because oh, yeah, there's yeah, a Rooney yeah. rule. Right, right. It's, See, that's, it's, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's when you're doing it like that, that's just straight out. Uh, that's hey, some bullshit. Uh, the C race, the hiring, the racial side of it gets a C grade. I mean, it's fuck. It's it, we're living in the fifties, fellas. It's archaic um, legislation that is in place. But let me ask you, who the fuck's accountable for this? Like, what are we asking? Who's accountable for all this? And that's what I think you have to really go dig deep and get to the roots and the grassroots of this thing. Um, who, who, you know, how is it going to change? I mean, that's just the bottom line. I don't have the answer. But I want to bring it up. Maybe you guys can comment on it on iTunes, Spotify, um, on my YouTube channel. Or hit us up, Spreewell Inc. on social media, the real coach on, underscore JB. Um, but we'll get to that uh, in depth. Leave us some uh, suggestions. Leave us some questions. Um, my NFL picks of the week, fellas, just so you know. Um, tomorrow, so you guys understand, make sure you're clear. Saturday, NFL games are on. They're crucial playoff implication. Uh, implicated games this weekend. Let's go Rams. Uh, Buffalo at New England. I think that Buffalo's defense is going to stymie an average New England offense and get over the hump. And I think that those kids love that quarterback there. That team rallies behind him. And I think that I'm just watching him just a little bit. I think he has an it factor that those guys really, really resonate with. I think the Buffalo Bills team loves their leader and their quarterback. And I think they're going to get over the hump in New England. What? Probably be cold. Your great white hope yeah. is not going to win them. I'm going to pick. Well, they, he don't have no tools. Man. Should, I, I'm man. not a Brady guy. <laughs> no, so, I'm just. But, uh, but uh, you know, he's played in the NFC QB. East. Yeah, he's played in the NFC East his whole life. And uh, and just so you know, name, a, yeah. name an NFL East team that's fucking ever been good. The Jets? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, I mean, the AFC East, sorry. The Jets? My bad. Buffalo? Oh, shit. Miami? Hey, uh, <laughs> when have they won a motherfucker? So, so how? I, I'm, look curious. Pretty. I'm curious. They I'm look curious. pretty. Miami you know, I, I, I had a man, I sat down with Ray Lewis and Eddie George one night. We were smoking some cigars, and we discussed this. Yeah, I'm not going to cigar I'm shit. Not, I'm not going to blast out uh, what we discussed and uh, all about that because that's their business, but I was lucky to be there in this conversation. and how would Tom Brady fare in an NFC West situation or even an AFC West situation or even a, in AFC um, with Pittsburgh and Baltimore in them for the last few years? How would, they, how would he fare in that league compared to winning 11 AFC East titles in a row, which he can do tomorrow if they beat Buffalo? I just think the rain's over. I think the Buffalo's going to get this done. And... Uh, I think it'll be a uh, a good day in NFL, man. I think we need some parity. Uh, the Rams go to the Niners. The Niners beat the dog shit out of the Rams in L.A. this year. Their D-line dominated the game. Who hasn't beat um, the dog shit out of the Rams yeah. this so year? So the Rams are in a must win. Obviously, they're in a must win. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see. The Niners coming off a bad loss um, to Atlanta at the last seconds there. 
I think they're pissed, um, and I think they're going to beat the shit out of the out of the Rams. And they're not looking to lose back to back. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, so that's going to be tough, Rams. You got Dallas at Philly, which is going to be probably the the game that everybody looks to because you got this hundred eight million dollar backup quarterback. To me, he's a backup. I don't think he's that good. Wentz. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, Foles did better. Let's be honest. But Foles played better because he was the backup too. So don't think I don't understand. The pressure was different. Yes, don't think I understand that. Um, You got to you got to have big nuts. Um, Saints at Tennessee. I'm going to take the Saints, but Tennessee has to have the win before they end up going back to play Houston again. uh, Two out of three weeks. The the Saints got it. Tennessee needs the win. But I think the Saints are too much. They're, they're, they're rolling into the playoffs. I think the Saints are going to be a fucking tough out in the NFC. And then Monday night's pick, Green Bay at the Vikings. I'm going to shock this one, and I'm going to go with the Vikings. Um, and I'm going, to, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins getting his first ever Monday night victory. And I think Minnesota's defense shows up. I think they run the football. And I think Cousins hits uh, uh, Diggs and a couple, and Thielen with some big pass plays. And uh, and if uh, Rudolph comes back with the uh, with the Vikings at tight end, I think it presents some issues, and uh, we'll see. Now, if 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 Aaron Rodgers is clicking and uh, Devontae Adams is clicking, and they got some shit going with Aaron Jones at the back, and if they're getting things going that way, then they could be uh, they can be who they are, and which is a good solid team. And they're you know they're still got a great record too. Both those teams have great records, and they're fighting for playoff win a victory or a playoff berth. So in Green Bay, interesting. It'll be interesting uh, to do it. My uh, before we get to questions, my slapstick of the day. Um, I'm gonna go off of some shit I talked about in this podcast. I believe that it's the NC Devil fucking a. They deserve the slapstick of the day, slapstick of the week, slapstick of the year. Um, just as far as their grading, uh, F in gender hiring and a C in racial hiring, uh, they deserve it. In my opinion, they deserve the fucking slapstick of the day um, for those grades being the fucking uh, what they are. And for them not to do more about it. I mean, fucking create some committees. Go do some fucking intervention. Do some workshops. Do something to get some people fucking noticed. And uh, make your fucking business, um, your your corporation, which is a huge conglomerate, uh, make it worth a shit, man. Quit going through the fucking motions. Um, let me run that motherfucker. Um, so... Some questions of the day. We, you know, I've answered a few, obviously, with the whole recruiting deal. But um, somebody asked me before Spree has some. I, somebody asked me what kind of sticks I smoke on the show. Um, mm-hmm. We're coming to you on a Friday morning, so we're not. I haven't lit my first stick of the day yet. <laughs> but uh, I smoke. My leisurely smoke is uh, brick house. I smoke a brick house Maduro sixty gauge. Um, but I do smoke some Cubans. I can't tell you where I get them. I can't tell you who they're from. I can't tell you any of that shit. Um, I don't want Trump's people here at my door. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do smoke some great Cubans God. as well that I can't discuss. I but doubt if they get you for UPS shipping them motherfuckers. Spree smokes the shittiest shit. cigars you can think of. He buys them online and he gets them and they're, back, they're, they're damn near cracked in half and they're so fucking dry. Um, it, it's yeah. unbelievable. So... Um, and just wet them up, pour yeah. some pour uh, some whiskey on them. I don't even think he knows. The let them dry man. up. He and just let smokes them, go, man. man. I think he just smokes shit. I'm um, a Gurkha man. I'm a Gurkha man. Oh, if you want to know, Gurkha, Gurkha. I smoke the Gurkha. I remember man. when I was nine and smoked Gurkhas. Um, <laughs> he smoked dope at nine. You got questions? Uh, I got one, man. I got, I got one right here. Yeah, Where from uh, 
Yeah, I got I got one for my boy David Garcia. Yeah, David. Shout Garcia. out to David Garcia, man. What's going on, David? Hey, check this out, Big Dave. He says, uh, "Much love, and respect to my boy Spree and the real coach JB." This is Big Dave from Downey. My question was, coach's thoughts on young athletes cross training with different sports, and if you think it's beneficial. So let me get to some shit here. I'm gonna discuss. Um. First of all. Um, Cross training, if the data has been done on people, players playing multiple sports, having more success, um, just to answer his first portion of the question, you got a the, second part the more people that, am, that play more sports, I mean, there's been some Division One football coaches that have come out and been, a, and been an advocate for playing multiple sports. I'm all for playing multiple sports. I think football players need to run track. I think they need to wrestle. The number one recruited player in my that I used to go after is wrestlers because it's an individualized game sport. They don't have teammates. You can't tap out. Um, you can't tag nobody in. Um, you don't get a breather, and it's all fucking nuts and guts. And wrestlers, to my opinion, are the uh, my favorite type of kids to recruit. Um, number two, football players, I think, need to play other sports because I think it ra- well round it, it rounds you out as a an athlete, and I think it gives you basketball touches on more explosiveness as far as jumping, cutting, baseball. Um, I hate baseball, fellas. Let's just be real. I, you know, fucking the right fielder can be in the game the whole fucking time and never touch the ball and never do shit. You know, you see these pitchers that weigh fucking three hundred pounds, but you know. Um, but it is the hardest fucking sport to play as far as eye hand eye coordination because hitting a baseball is probably the hardest fucking thing to do of any sport. So there is there is talent in all of these sports, obviously, and uh, and then golf. Fuck, golf's a great sport. Hand eye coordination, just being an athlete, you got to be able to athlete to be able to swing that fucking club, and it's a mental, physical, mental uh, combativeness that goes in there. So you know, ninety percent mental is football. They say. Uh, fuck golf must be 99% mental because um, I've thrown a lot of clubs but um, I do believe a well-rounded athlete plays multiple sports pause right now and then the se- oh, damn don't pause earlier so I get to sit that's mover so look I think the well-rounded athlete does inc- does uh, indeed play multiple sports uh, to answer your question uh, what's my man's name Big Dave, Big Dave Garcia, uh, Garcia down in Downey. Look, I know Dave. You had another question, a part of your your six part question here. Um, <laughs> what yeah. what can the Raiders do differently? I mean, what's their problem? Um, you know, the Raiders are who the Raiders are, man. I mean, I got a great. I know you know Max Crosby's a, um, a good friend of mine on that on that team that just got drafted. He's a rookie, doing great things. I think he deserves a Pro Bowl bid, but. He's a, you know, he's a great talent. That's that's really one of those kids that do right and fucking works hard and is the epitome of an Oakland Raider, um, or Vegas Raider, whatever the fuck they are now. Um, but you know, I think they have bad pieces at bad problems. I don't think David Carr is the guy. Um, Derek Carr, sorry, fuck, I'm used to his brother David Carr. But you know, I don't know if uh, he's necessarily the guy. I don't think they have any big time wideouts. Uh, the tight end Waller's played well, but how long has he got left in the league? Um, the running back, they got a small back, Jacobs, who's done well, but I don't know if they, I think they need a bigger back that's going to be able to sustain punishment on a day in, day in basis. He's hurt. He's been hurt right now. Their defense need, they've got a lot of holes. You know, Burfitt going out hurt them uh, early in the year. 
they've had some injuries, but so does everybody else. So, uh, you know, they have they hired a GM Mayock that was in the fucking ESPN studio the last however many years, who's Gruden's buddy. Um, you know, organizationally, I just don't know if they're on that Patriot level or if they're on that fucking uh, Ravens level. I just don't think, um, you know, even a team like the Eagles, who's won recently, more recently. I just think the Raiders have a lot of internal issues. And, uh, you know, sometimes it takes a while. Um, so, who knows? But, hey, I appreciate the shout-out uh, saying Rip Bill Brown. That's my pops um, who passed away years ago. So, um, but anyway, you know, uh, getting into this weekend deal, man. Watch the games. Uh, go follow our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. Uh, leave some comments on iTunes. Leave some questions. Uh, on Apple, um, it's all you know. It's up and running on all platforms, streaming platforms, uh, all directories. So go follow the show, Slapdick Podcast, and uh, and get after it this weekend. Um, Spree, you got any last words for this, f- folks listening? Go Rams, go championship Clippers. Oh fuck! And uh, well, shit. I guess he don't have anything. Get your teams to say. right. Get your teams right. Keep following Spree. He needs some followers. Keep boosting up his followers. And uh, and then uh, I got almost four thousand on Instagram. Right, hold up, not my bad. Almost four hundred. Oh fuck! <laughs> so keep hey, coming, baby. Keep following, man. And uh, like I said, the show's gonna get better and better. And we got some shit for you in the works. And like I said, we're gonna try to get this thing going starting Monday, uh, Monday morning, Wednesday night, Friday morning. So you guys on the East Coast, stay tuned. You guys overseas, keep keep uh. Showing love and uh, the Bahamas Bowl, the Makers Wanted fucking Bahamas Bowl is about to start. So make sure you get to watch that game. Buffalo. Charlotte and Buffalo, yes, two sir. seven and five teams representing the MAC and Conference USA. Woo. Hey, shout out Slapdick Pod for the Real Coach JB, Spreewell Inc. Yes, Go holler at him. Uh, see you guys on Monday. Hope this ain't my last chance Will I make it, will I take it to the top We gon' see, it's the last chance for you Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top We gon' see, it's the last chance for you Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you Last chance for me Let's fight a guy, man, I'm just telling you Coach, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man. Just say yes, sir. Coach, you fucking hired me. I don't know no better. Fucking sick of it. Take your ass home if you want to be here. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me. That's all you gotta fucking say, shut the fuck up! Fucking coaches talk too goddamn much, just like the fucking kids!